All right, this is High Flyer TV, episode three. Um, I'm joined by uh, Sergeant Slickermeyer and Sergeant DeLarge out of Sea Flight. How y'all doing today? Good, good, man. How are you? I'm doing okay. You know, um, I think I was telling Sergeant Slickermeyer every day starting to feel like the same at this point. So just trying to do something different <laughs> every day. <laughs> it's kind of hard. Yeah, you- yeah, for sure, man. So what you all been doing during the quarantine? Uh, you know, same thing. Take care of the family. Take care of kids. Uh, it's been quite a challenge, um, especially from working from the office Friday. Come home, kind of do it at home. Uh, you got to pick and choose your time right before they wake up. And that time is when uh, trying to get some work done. Um, besides that, just hanging out, um, getting some stuff done around the house. Yeah, pretty much the same thing, man. Um, nap time is big here. You know, <laughs> nap time is the time you done that whole hour and a half. That's the best time you've done. But other than that, just hanging out in the house, doing stuff around the house, hanging up pictures, stuff that should have been done, changing ceiling fans, whatever. <laughs> just staying busy. Yeah, I think I think I've um became a I want to say professional, but better at balancing my my kid and my computer at the same time. It's, it's been uh difficult at first but he always he never wants to be put down but he's only 10 months so do y'all have uh, older children oh yeah yeah, two yeah, I, got, I, got mm-hmm. uh, two yeah I got a, a four year old and uh she'll be two and a girl's two she'll be two uh, next month yeah. they don't want to do nothing until you pick up your phone exactly <laughs> Yeah, you open up that I mean, laptop and they're like, "I want to sit on your lap." Exactly, man. Or, or you're on a conference call and everybody wants to be loud in the house at one time, out of nowhere. Yeah. Yep. That's what's that. Yeah, I'm sitting in my closet right now, so <laughs> just so I can shut two doors, right? Make sure they're not in here. Yeah, I feel you. So, um, what areas are you all out of? You go first, the large. Oh, uh, so I, I cover all, all of Cincinnati right now, and um, pretty much um, the upper north side of Cincinnati and Middletown right now. That's all vacant, so I cover two zones right now. Um, so I balance between the two, and I have to. Okay. And then uh, I had all of Northern Kentucky uh, until about last month. I finally got an office partner in. Um, I worked it for about two years, and then so Sergeant Singleton just took over the other half of my zone. So I'm happy my zone got split up. It's think for uh, you know production wise, but it's definitely bringing down the goals. So that's that's good. Mostly just all northern Kentucky on the the east side of it. Cool. And then what about your flight? So your flight, what's the dynamic in your flight? I mean, it, it, our, our folks. Uh, interested in professional development are they more just focused on production you know is your flight just we gonna win everything type of flight or you know hey all around we're gonna try to do everything the best we can i think it's definitely do everything the best we can man because i i believe in a, a one team one fight type of mindset man we gotta be able to help each other out because 
regardless of what your goal is or somebody else's goal is, we all got the same end goal, and that's to put people in the Air Force you know, and get it done to the best of our ability. So, whether we all got events we can all go to or help each other out, however it's swinging, you know, whether you win, win a war is cool, great, but at the end of the day, like I always say, when it's all said and done, man, those wars end up in a box with some dust on them, and don't nobody remember that. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, I I think our dynamic is is really well. Um, we're pretty uh, rookie flight. Um, Sergeant Noel's been here a little bit more than two years, and then I've been here for two years, and then Sergeant Delar, Sergeant Fails. Well, you guys just hit your your year mark, right? And like next month, like a year. Yeah. And then I start Bailey and start Singleton. They've been here for a month or two, um, so I think we're pretty pretty rookie on that end of it. Um, but but I, I think we're all doing well. We're all motivated for sure to try to get uh, the mission accomplished. But as Sergeant Delarge said, we've definitely been working together because you know we're we're mostly inexperienced side of it, so we all do have to rely on each other. Awesome, and, and I'm glad you said that. So. Since your flight, you like you said, is uh, mostly rookies and um, you know inexperienced, like you termed termed it. What's some things that you all think you struggle with, you know, or have struggled with? What's the most common things? Uh, my biggest I one when I was time management. Man, listen, <laughs> I like man, I'm out of time to do everything. I, Set aside a specific time to do something, and then nope, missed it. Oh, now that's backed up. Now this is backed up. Nope, can't catch up on this. Now this person coming in. Oh, now I gotta get home for this. It was time management. Oh, I gotta be at this school in time. Didn't count on this thirty minutes of traffic. I'm like, oh, <laughs> so that was my biggest one. Yeah, I mean, same thing. I mentioned for for me on that side of it too. Um, but I think one of the biggest things that we've been struggling with um, has been lead generation on that side of it, um, especially you know during this time. But I mean, we're all every time we're talking about it in um, like group chats, and stuff, we're always talking about how we're all struggling with you know getting people qualified people in the office, which I mean that's ninety percent of the country really. Um, but we've all been sharing tactics back and forth, and uh, of course trying to help with uh, zone canvassing before this happened. COVID, um, working on that together, doing zone canvassing together, doing events together, um, just any way to promote business. Okay, so time management is a big one. Um, yeah, I think that's very important. I think the average recruiter still to this day, I mean, even if you're experienced, time management is still something you got to continue to work on, which is uh, probably, I think, the hardest part. Definitely the hardest part because we got so much we need to do. But then we also got other tasks outside of recruiting that we need to do, like professional development. And speaking of that, what have you all been doing to develop yourselves during this quarantine period? Man, um, I signed up for two college courses. Um, so I'm trying to juggle that as well. Um, and then uh, trying to stay a physical fitness on that side of it, um, not being able to just hard um, that's where i do all of my business. i'm not like there's no normal push-ups and sit-ups so um having to change my whole workout routine's kind of been a struggle for me on that side of it um but i mean there's tons of training stuff that's been going on uh, that the squadron or the group or afs has been sending out um so i know we, 
we all all C flights have been working trying to get um, some processes done better and on that side of it. So definitely been working on that. Yes, for me, man, I'm I'm a big slacker in school, so I I haven't met the school in a minute. I need to get on it. But um, for me, man, like during this time, you know, we're we're all extremely fortunate to still be getting paid and you know still have free medical and all that, and still be able to work. So I just honestly, I've been throwing a lot of my time into the community, man, with my church up here, and just been trying to help feed kids, deliver food to the elderly, dropping off Easter eggs for in-home Easter egg hunts, man. So I, that's I literally spend a lot of time just trying to stay. Help out the community. How are we? Oh man, that's what I've been doing a lot of. Ooh. Yeah, we um, I don't know if y'all heard of it, but in the squadron we have a, a working group that we're doing, and it's it's just a group of people from different flights that um, uh, we just meet and try to tackle ideas and, and issues in the squadron, and one of them that I take the lead on is professional development, and the biggest thing we've been hearing with professional development is that. Um, it's not really a priority in recruiting because we're so focused on recruiting, you know, so like going to, to school or professional development courses or anything, it's really hard to do because you're so focused on production, especially when you're, when you're newer. So we're trying to figure out ways to make that a priority, you know, and I, I don't know if your flight chief kind of pushes that as a priority because eventually you either go back to your career field or become a flight chief or supervising someone again and i mean you know it's going to be some, something that's needed so that's good that you all are continuing to do that especially in quarantine season because it's harder because you got to find things that aren't traditional you know and i've been following this page on facebook it's called um uh, airmen developing airmen it's a virtual page on facebook and you know they post stuff all the time about professional development. So I think that's a rather easy way to get that done as well. So cool. So transitioning, you two are one of the main people that on uh, social media, you know, I wouldn't call it stealing, but um, I definitely take a lot of content from you all <laughs> almost every day and, and copy your posts. So how, how do you all do that as far as like maintaining your social media pages and, and what drives that? you know, for you all. Yeah. Okay. And for, for me, I just try to share the relevant information that's pertinent to people that are, that sticks out there. You know, people always got the craziest questions about the air force. So if it, if it sticks out or if it's pertinent or, you know, to catch one's attention, I just try to post it. And I think most importantly, you know, when you got people joining the air force, it's good to see other People joining the Air Force, so some people feel like they'd be the only ones joining. Like, I'm the only one joining? Like, no, nah, man, it's people all over joining, you know? So I, it just drives it. I just like being on social media, man, interacting with people. So I just post the post sometimes. I have to post and see what happens. Yeah. And, and, and are y'all 90s babies or 80s babies? I know y'all not 70s babies. Y'all don't look that up. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I was born, I was born in 90, um, so just on that verge. Yeah, 90, exactly. All right, cool. So, I mean, I guess the other question is when you talk about social media, because I mean, we, we all kind of grew up in a time where the internet, especially social media, wasn't really uh, you know, popping. And then internet wasn't, wasn't what it is now. Is it difficult to connect on social media with, with younger folks? You know, are you, are you all out of touch with them sometimes, you think? 
it just it just depends, man. It, it just depends. Um, I think I learned a lot from you know my younger death members about what's cool and what's not, <laughs> and what music they listen to. Oh, that's what y'all listening to today. Okay, I get it. I get it. That's that's what that's what y'all listening to. Um, but sometimes it's just difficult to, to connect because they, they're just so cool. You know, they just have their own little lingo and do their own thing. And I thought I was fairly young, but I, I've been called old a couple times. <laughs> like, why not? So I thought I was young. I thought I knew my lingo. Good, but you all got uh, some good social media tactics. I think another person who I'm actually interviewing next week, uh, Sean Wickham, on his social media mm-hmm. tactics because yeah. um, he be on it too, man. Yeah, he's big on that. Yeah, but I, hey, I, I need his editor. He has his photos of people shipping air and so yeah. on. Yeah, I'm always asking him how he's making those nice photos. Yeah. Uh, he, he he sent me uh, what was it? Hold on a second. It's called Pick Pick App Pick Arts. Is what he sent. Is an app that he uses. You can you can go to anything and edit anything on there. So that was nice. Um, yeah, so I've been told, doing that with some of my stuff. He told me. I mean, um, I'm sure you talk about it. Uh, next week as well but he was letting me know I asked him what app do you use to repost stuff and he was like such and such app and he was like yeah it costs a few bucks I was like this dude's dedicated he out here paying for apps yeah. Yeah. Nah, dude. <laughs> nah we're gonna need some squadron funds for that nah <laughs> yeah man yeah tell, tell him to share his account maybe we can all use it alright <laughs> I mean, just... that's funny our squad and well, yeah. So, um, so switching gears again, man. Let's talk about family life, family life balance. So that's a big one too. So I think that that's for anybody who works. You know, you got to maintain your family life, and you got your career, and you got physical fitness, your goals, all this stuff. So, do you all think you do a good job balancing everything? Oh man, this rough. Um. There's, there's times like there'll, there'll be months, right? When you go into the month, you got a little bit of a cue. It definitely helps out to make it a little bit more balanced because you're not like, you know, hitting the streets every single day. Um, especially towards the end of the month, right? It changes, right? The beginning of the month's a little bit easier. You got, you know, usually about 30 days to get your goal. But then when it comes down to last week and you ain't made it yet, um, you're spending a little bit more time at work. But, um, big thing is just that, that time management, right? Um, if you don't work hard at that, time management you're never going to be home when you want to be home you're always going to be at work and when you are home you're doing work so um that's that's the foundation to make sure that you get to spend the time where you want to spend it um it's not as easy as that right i still struggle with that constantly with trying to be able to make to the gym in the morning and then head off to work um and then leave work at a certain time right to try to get home to be able to uh, you know eat dinner with the kids that's one of the big things that's for me or that's uh, one of my big goals is I want to be home for dinner and eat dinner with my kids every night. I'm um, my wife, of course. So that's, that's my motivation to make sure that I'm using my time management a little bit more. Uh, for me, man, um, starting out, it was a little rough. I end up doing a lot of work at night when my daughter go to bed and whatnot. And I just started out a little rough, just trying to knock stuff out 10 o'clock at night, man. And then eventually I just had to set like a standard for myself. Like after this time, I'm not doing any work. Like it's going to be there tomorrow at the end of the day. And I'm leaving work on time. is It was hard at first. I was always telling my wife at this time. And then 45 minutes go by, I'm still there. <laughs> um, and, you know, if this day I got to pick my daughter up from daycare, 
that's always going to come first. I was like, regardless of what's going on, picked up from daycare. So, you know, regardless of what's going on. But you just got to balance, balance it out, man. Sometimes it's hard to balance it. Sometimes it's not. But I'll tell everybody, and when this is all said and done, this Air Force life, whether it's four years, six years, 10 years, 20 years, your family's going to be the one there, man. Regardless mm-hmm. of what you want for life, the Air Force ain't coming to sit by your bedside when you get sick. So you gotta you gotta put them first, and putting them first is easy, because if you put them first, you'll take care of your work. Because getting work done gets them taken care of. Because if you fail at your job, then ultimately, you know, you get in trouble. This messes up. It messes up family life. So long as you keep them as them the priority, you'll get your work done. Because you got to take care of them, and that's the way I look at it. Exactly. I agree. What about and- you? Yeah. Yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult. I would say I'm very fortunate. And I say that because um, when I got to my my office, I had a great office partner when I first got here. And this guy um, was great at uh, balancing. Now, he had just met his, you know, uh, wife now, but his fiance back then. And his thing, man, every Friday, I think Wednesday and Friday, he would be golfing. Like, he would be golfing. He drove a Corvette. This dude would be golfing. Like, you know what I'm saying? No care in the world. He would come in on Mondays. He would leave, like, at 12. And, you know, I always wanted to know how he did that. And he literally showed me the ropes and how to do everything. And from that time, he showed me that I just kept consistent and continuing to do those things. So that way, I, I, can't, I can't think of a time. Now, this is not the usual way it goes. But I can't think of a time I've spent 12 hours in the office or 12 hours working. I can't I can't think of a time I, I've done that. And it's just because I've always, since he taught me how to do that, maintained what I was going to do in that day and just did it and was able to say after this, you know, the rest is going to be for tomorrow. You know, whatever the case may be. Now, I can say one thing I struggle with is the phone. There used to be a time where I used to re- I used to be returning people's calls who didn't even leave voicemails. Like I felt like I had to talk to everybody. Yep. Know, like nobody could I couldn't let this this just slip. So um, with the help of my wife, I learned to not do that. And um, you know, I'm still getting better at the phone situation, but it's hard. It's hard. And I think the point of the show is to show recruiters that it's not it's okay not to be hundred percent perfect because you're not gonna be perfect. But it's normal that you have these same struggles that everybody else has. So, you know, I just want, I guess, all the recruiters out there to know that, you know, you're going to struggle and probably continue to grow in that area, whatever area you're growing in. But that's okay. You don't have to feel down and feel like you're not adequate. You know, no recruiter, even if they seem like they're living a life, is not struggling in some area. You know, I think that's uh, important. That's good. Some good, uh, some good feedback. So the point of this show is, like I just said, to kind of help recruiters and to give tips and tricks, but also this platform is for us. So I loved how uh, Sergeant DeLarge was like, do they want us to shave our beards? And I'm like, this is our platform. Like, you know what I'm saying? We, Hey, you know, this is something that I brought, I brought to squad, squadron leadership and, you know, I thought it'd be a good idea. And they were like, hey, we're here to support, you know, however, but, you know, it's your show. I just, you know, keep it professional and, and, and try my best to help folks 
But with that being said, I mean, for rookie recruiters, and I know my son DeLar just hitting up, you know, his year mark, you know, Sergeant Snickermeyer, you've been here quite a bit, I mean. So what tips and tricks do you have for rookie recruiters that just come into recruiting, don't know what's going on, they think that the schoolhouse was the hardest thing on earth, but not realizing that it's about to get way harder, you know. What do you all recommend and, and any tips or tricks for them? I'll let you answer first, large. Yeah, for me, a lot of I, I was used to talking to people. I, I'm fine with talking to people. I was a cop, so the easiest thing for me to do is talk to people. I, I talk to anybody. I don't care. Um, it's just like the step by step, like you just, trying to just learn how to do everything right. Be mark this form right, mark that form right. Mets is kicking it back. This is happening. I'm like, I sent this form ten times. They kicked it back ten times. I don't, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Um, so a big one, man. Thankfully, I had a good fight. We had a slick man. We had a good chat, and that was just ask questions. That's the biggest one. And if you're a seasoned recruiter, like take that rookie under your wing, and like I don't care if you got a hand walk, baby walk, crawl walk, run, just take him under your wing and teach him everything you could that messed you up in the end. Like, hey, if he call you, even if you're an appointment, chances are he really needs your help because he got somebody mm-hmm. sitting apart. He has no clue what to do. So thankfully, I had Slick, and then thankfully my office partner was a rookie too, so we leaned on each other for a lot of stuff. Like, hey, you not do this? I'll not do this. Let's call Slick. And that's what we would do. <laughs> and and no, no, even if you're in an appointment, man, if another if a rookie recruiter calls you, he really needs your help. He can probably try every way to figure it out. So just help your rookie recruiters, because you went through those same struggles once. So having help, man, having a lifeline that you can call anytime for help was the biggest thing for me, just having somebody that can like, yeah, do this, do that, fix it this way. If you can't figure it out, call me back. I'll help you figure it out. And that was the best thing. Man. Yeah, and then uh, that's, of course, uh, true. Um, if you don't know the answer, don't sit there and just wait for it to pop up and magically appear. Call somebody, text somebody. Um, if you're really good at looking it up in the, the SOPG, do that. Um, but that was not my forte of digging through uh, an Excel doc just to get an answer. So I always call people first, right? So that's usually not the answer people want to hear. Um, but that's how I find the quickest way to, to get help. Um, and then also don't be embarrassed about not knowing any answers um, or not knowing how to do something. Um, so even if you've done it before, right? Uh, like waivers, like I relied a lot on seasoned recruiters to get waivers done because they're hard, right? There's a tons of steps to them. And plus, uh, you just, you don't do them very often. Um, but also it's, uh, it's don't have that pride either. Right. Break down and be like, I don't know what I'm doing. I need to ask somebody for help. Um, it is one of the way, one of the best ways you're going to get uh, steps ahead quickly. And then one of the things that I did that beat me up really easily is taking any, everything personal, right? You have someone that comes into your office wanting to join the Air Force and you go through the whole process with them and at some point they're like, nah, I don't want to do this anymore, right? You put, you've invested a lot of time, right? So you you're, have pride in that person in that whole process and then they just say, nah. So that was beating me up. Every time I had a can, uh, I was taking it personal. I was like, what did I do wrong, right? Because that's a big thing in recruiting, right? When you get a can, you didn't sell that person good enough. You didn't do X, Y, and Z. So... Just don't take it personal. Um, you're going to have them. Everybody has cans. Um, hopefully not everybody has in weeks, but sometimes they do happen. Um, just don't take it personal. 
definitely some good tips. Um, yeah, I I'm not gonna talk about how many cans I've had, but um, yeah, I had a lot of in weeks. Yeah. Man, we can. Yeah, that's a whole nother talk. But uh, that, that's some good advice. You know, I think this is going to help a lot of recruiters. And, and I want you all to know that this is a, a newer platform. And a lot of times, you know, you definitely can give the information, but it's up to individuals to actually search and look at the, the information we're given, given them. But I want you all to know that this is going to be helpful for recruiters. So, you know, you'll, you'll see the value in this later because there are people watching. I do get feedback about individuals actually find these types of platforms uh, helpful, you know, for them. And uh, people will start reaching out more and just knowing who your fellow team is because we're so far apart. You know, they know, hey, well, I didn't know who Sergeant Slickamar was, but I, I saw he was the top recruiter. But now I know how he looks. Oh, I ran into this guy multiple times. Now I'm not afraid to ask him a question about something. Or I see Sergeant DeLarge, you know, I hear that name all the time. Or I see it on Facebook all the time. I never knew who it was. He's actually a cool guy. You know, so things like that, I think, are very helpful. And I want to thank you know both of you all because, I mean, I know Sergeant DeLarge. I, I look, I watch your Facebook all the time, you know, and I not only do I see you with your recruiting efforts, but you post a lot of pictures from your past. And I can tell, you know, just career wise, I mean, you've done a lot of cool things, uh, a lot of awesome things and, and a lot of uh, things that are not just affected in the Air Force. But I mean, this is stuff that was publicly, you know, broadcast, you know, so I think that's pretty amazing. The same thing with you, Sergeant Slickermeyer. I mean, just you from the time you got here, as far as production and performance, I remember the first time I, I saw you come into the squadron, we were at a semi-annual and the, the soup called you or something by name. And I'm like, who is this guy? You know, I don't even know who he is, but obviously, you know, he's doing this thing. And the leadership knows him by name already, you know, and I thought that was pretty awesome. So I definitely want to say thank you to you both. You know, hopefully you have a good rest of your day and, uh, you know, we can end it right here. Okay. Sure, man. Appreciate you having us, man. I know we were supposed to do it in person before this whole Corona thing. Yeah, it's yeah. Cool. <laughs> we was already go, but no, um, way to set this up, man, and get a you know another thank you to our recruits and our flight and our unit to look at, man. Just see that we all know we all have the same struggles, you know, whether it's family, professional development, career wise, rookie recruiters, veteran recruiters, we all go through the same struggles. All right, we ain't going through them. We went through them, and we know how to help the next recruit out to get through them. So that's what's most important, man. And being so geographically separated, this really helps out a lot. So I appreciate it, brother. Yeah, and thanks, man. Thanks for setting this up. Um, I do want to let you guys know, the whole squadron, if you guys need any help for anything, uh, I'm the only Schlickemeyer in the whole freaking Air Force, so it's pretty easy to find me. Um, But just hit me up on anything. If you can get me on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, you guys have a question, um, just shoot it out to me. You guys want to text me, call me, uh, whatever. I'm, I'm open to help anybody. Um, I know the is as well and especially Kendrick, he is too. So, um, definitely use your tools and assets you guys have at hand. Sure. All right. This is high flyer TV where we report the real on recruiting.